0: To the underappreciated movie podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, and we're back again, and I have a mouthful of pie, which I was then expecting to start so soon. She's doing her Mrs. Sorry about my full mouth. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly.
1: John. I'm Tony. Shoot, I'm sorry. Us we're not starting. No, we're <laughs> keep going. No, Pushing through.
0: Pushing through. Each of
1: us has picked a specific movie genre. I have vampire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have aliens. <laughs> I have love.
1: <laughs> I have Stallone. And <laughs> no, no,
0: no! <laughs> you have fights. I have fights.
1: <laughs> we take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have never spe- received the respect they deserve. 1080s. We're fucking up today Yeah, this is bad <laughs> <laughs> Just watch these Listen to this podcast Just watch this podcast Give, give these uh, movies another chance What do you say? Intros are hard We've only done 60 of them Oh man Wow Wow, hey, what are we going to do for episode 100? I don't talk know talk about that offline
0: But episode Probably a vampire 60. movie <laughs> Oh shit <But> <laughs> <laughs> That's when we'll do Blake Today on the podcast
1: Is Carly's pick from the podcast A movie
0: called <laughs> <Paul>. Winter's
2: Tale <laughs> No one can understand that Winter's Tale from 2014 Set in mythic New York City and Spanning more than a century It's about miracles, cross destinies And the age-old battle between good and evil Is mm-hmm. that right? That's what it said on the show On the movie's website <laughs> Interesting, intriguing That's where I got that from right.
1: Okay, well, I believe you
2: all right I don't <laughs> it's based on a novel written by Mark Helprin that apparently was a big deal in the 80s I had never heard of it I wonder if this would make a good book it is a book but
0: I wonder if it's a good book you it's should buy it
1: won a bunch of awards
0: that oh. doesn't make it a good book. No,
1: but ben Asker won a fucking award for price you sake. You
0: mean Ben Affleck <laughs> won an Oscar? You said
1: Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think I'm like, it was. Oh, okay, like
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he likes him. I'm more of a Matt Damon <laughs> fan <love> myself. <laughs>
2: I love Batfleck. I Actually, think I, I said do enjoy Bat okay. In the trivia that as soon as the book came out, Steven Spielberg bought the rights to make it a movie.
1: Interesting. Did Steven Spielberg direct this? Nope. No. No <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should mention it, not even a little
2: Akima um, uh, Goldman wrote the screenplay and directed it What else did they direct? Well, this was a directorial debut Uh-huh But he was known for writing such movies as Batman Forever, The Client, Batman and Robin, A Beautiful Mind
1: Oh,
0: that was a weird movie.
2: 19 episodes of Fringe, which... uh,
0: Did you say Batman and Robin? I love Fringe. Batman Forever (laughs) and Batman and Robin. So some real great, great scripts there. Wow. I know a lot of people like The Beautiful Mind, but I personally hate that movie, so... I like that movie.
1: I know. I like math, though. I don't know if I ever said that Honestly, I'm kind of a math nerd, and I took that kind of stuff in college,
2: it's
1: and so well, I can understand some of it. I'm like, wow, that's actually
0: right. It's a well and then done, that I don't
1: understand. well
0: like, acted movie, you know, um, but my grandmother was a paranoid schizophrenic, so I hate that movie. It's you know, very, very upset.
1: See, this is Elaine's rant. She has a lot to do, but none of us can do it. You, you know, Kryptonite <laughs> kills Superman? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, imagine that a billion is what math is to me. Oh, interesting. really? Yeah, I hate math. I don't understand. People
0: don't understand math. <laughs> I'm like, how do it. you I'm not get it. this? I
3: remember
1: when I did my the college thing to decide what math class you take? I did it, and I was like, "So how'd I do?" And they're like, "Well, you're going to be how many seashells?"
2: <laughs> three. The answer yeah. is three. They're like, "Before you can take a class for a credit, you have to take these seven classes preparing yeah. you for it." You no, know, they're like
1: English, science, all that, all college level. That's fine. Math? How many fingers am I holding? On? <laughs> Four? No. Damn it! I gotta go back another level. <laughs> so you mentioned the three seashells, and I just want to bring I still don't know how to use the three seashells from Demolition Man. Well, there is a no. thing online that you can learn. There's a movie I wish we could
2: do. Did you see <laughs> Demolition Man?
1: I bet we can. I'm, I'm sure it. I can. Oh, That's I science like fiction fantasy, by the way.
0: I know. That's not my next movie,
1: though. Yes, but think? it's The of Stallone, which is my territory.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Our genre is vampires and Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> you don't
0: Sylvester Stallone?
1: Really? How many Stallone movies have you picked? Ooh.
0: None yet, but it's only a
1: matter of time. <laughs> <laughs> Not if I true. take Demolition Man from you. True. Then you'll be stuck with Judge Dredd.
2: That <laughs> might, be, I like this, that might it? be a good
1: movie to do. No, Judge Dredd sucked. That'd be a good movie for the hmm. podcast. i thought that you stuff my mom will shoot. I, might, I wonder, can I pick the new Judge Dredd? I love... I don't think no, I think, one, I think that one... Really yeah, that one, like, universally good. went, Yes, <laughs> you should have did that last good. time. It was good. It was a lot better than the last one. Speaking of good movies, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> we know what Tony's picture going to bring.
2: So it's starring Colin Farrell again. Welcome back to the podcast. But also we have him. Uh. Oh. Fright Night.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about Fright Night. We had done that so long ago, it was like last week. But whatever. <laughs> it does seem
2: like Russell Crowe. <laughs> ah, I scream with black. Has Russell Crowe <laughs> been on
1: before. I don't think so. I Don't think so. Did hmm. we do Bloody? Oh, I haven't done. that. I keep on oh, thinking, did we do Mummy? <laughs>
0: Gladiator?
1: My birthday. I damn sure can do Gladiator. Well, for your birthday. You can do whatever you want. Or you can do the Tony, you know, chill choice. Just I thought a, I, it was.
3: I thought it <laughs> <laughs> no, was. You know what movie it is that I,
1: I would really like, like to do? not know people like Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> I would really like to do Cinderella Man. Have you seen that? Cinderella Man, that? Cinderella Man with um, the Wayans brother? No. no.
2: With Russell Crowe. With Russell Crowe. It's <laughs> a fucking mm-hmm. boxing Boxy Boxy movie. movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All of Russell Crowe's movies are so what you're
1: boring. He plays Jimmy Braddock. You don't know
0: who that is. You? So boring. Most no, boxers are boring. He was, bo- was a boxer yeah, and yeah. during
1: the Depression and he won the heavyweight title from Max Baer. Yeah, he lost the right. title to Joe Lewis. You heard of Joe Lewis? Yeah. There you go. He was the guy right before Joe Lewis. Okay. All
2: right.
1: That was totally doing the Yeah. fisticuffs. Mm-hmm. You and I. So two. we have right, right.
2: Jessica Brown Finlay, who was, I knew her from Downton Abbey, but she's, she's also one of the smaller stars of the I don't watch that show. I I don't
0: watch either. It's a good show. I want to talk about the
2: We have Mr. William Hurt. Never
0: heard
1: of
2: him. I do enjoy him quite a bit
1: when he appeared on the screen. Tony
2: was like,
1: "Damn." What's he been
2: in? I didn't look it up. I figured you guys could help me
1: out. Isn't that a Welcome Back to the Podcast? He was in Michael. Thank you. He was a Welcome Back to the Podcast.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to get you in there, Carly. (laughs) Come on, work with me. We got Will Smith. Welcome back to the podcast.
1: Was he in something?
2: Suicide Squad.
3: Oh. <laughs> I love how we're all like Duh when everybody else is moving <laughs> I was like did I did am Legend already? There's
2: a lot of vampires Those are zombie not vampires Oh goodness And Jennifer Connelly the vampire.
1: Who I know has not been on the podcast yes. Who? It's
2: Jennifer Connolly.
1: But will be Once you finally watch He's down. not that into you
2: Oh I fucking love that movie But it's not underappreciated It's not
1: Hulk Hulk
2: well,
0: that's not the Hulk I like,
1: though. It is not the Good Hulk.
0: Edward Norton is the Good Hulk. Well,
1: no. No, Mark Ruffalo is the Good Hulk.
0: He's the Good Edward Hulk. Edward the
1: Passable Hulk. But the
0: good, <laughs> the good Hulk movie is the Edward Norton movie.
1: No, the Good Hulk movie is Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah, well,
2: yeah, you're right, you're right. There is that. Cause that's you're,
1: right, you're right, I, yeah. you're
2: right. I know. Alright, so this movie had a budget of $60 million. It started with 75. Really it dropped it to 60. Wow. It grossed worldwide 30 million 800. Ouch. Colin in US, Farrell. 22.5 <laughs> million. Mm. I just wrote.
1: Lot. <laughs> all right so no one's gonna argue this was unappreciated how did yeah. this critics do it
2: uh well it has a 13 to mama meter score <laughs> did you say 30 that sounds about right you said 13 13 43 audience score but then
1: Only two somehow people <laughs> has
2: four out of five on amazon and a 6.2 on imdb
1: yeah four out of five on amazon how many people rated it just one no, it was car I like it. there were
2: 1300 Reviews on Amazon? Really? What? Jesus Christ, are they just reviewing the quality of the Blu-ray?
1: <laughs> well there are a lot of people that do everything.
2: You guys are giving away your end results here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, a lot of people will just review, they just do that so they can get that title. You
0: get titles as you review
2: more. of them. I don't know, they're always emailing, me. how did this work for you? How did... I
0: never fucking acknowledge them. <laughs> I review books mm-hmm. on Barnes and Noble. That's about
2: it. I have thought about reviewing a few books. If I they're review, really good or really
1: bad. I review Not podcasts really. like people should for us That
2: stupid book hey, you broke. what you should do? Give us five stars I on that. Amazon and oh Amazon, God. Amazon
1: <laughs> <God>. Apple. Yes. <laughs> yes. I gave shit.
0: Rivergard, Rivergard hey, a one-star hey, hey, Bars and hey, Noble
1: hey, Bring it in. <laughs> it <laughs> it
2: bring it crazy. in. No, bring it in.
1: Bring it in. Oh, we don't want to hear about your rant. No one gives <laughs> a
2: shit about that. Oh, I do. How does that feel? Anybody who was in our book club does <laughs> This is a movie podcast <laughs> <laughs> Oh
1: ouch. Everybody it, would do it would hurt less if it we was <laughs> Hi Ben Nikki. <laughs> All right.
2: I have my two reviews. If you want one, or if you want, I won't tell you which one's which. Sure, I'll be that hard game. to figure it out. It, it's usually not. Peter Travers of Rolling Stone said, Winter's Tale is preposterous twaddle.
1: (laughs) This is the good review.
2: Use it as a date movie only if you don't love the one you're with.
1: (laughs) No, this is a good Nicholson and Shell
2: movie.
1: Preposterous twaddle. (laughs) Wow. Well, he's a pretentious douchebag. There was another
2: one that I really liked, but I love that he said preposterous twaddle. yeah I like that it's, oh. I think we need to bring that
1: in like this is like tallywacker homework yeah. you go ahead and go in
0: see if you could use preposterous twaddle
1: yeah just go out there this week do I have body. to
0: use them together or can I use them separately
1: uh, I'll allow either way okay. um, your homework Thank friend, you judge. is to do preposterous twaddle which might be hard I mean it's not as easy as dog trash but it's still or tallywacker tally tallywacker is fun to say Once you say people are like oh that's funny I actually had one person ask me we... what that was. Really? Because you don't know what a tallywhacker is? Was it a girl or a boy? It was a girl. Of course it was. Carly, give your other review. All
2: right. JT said, well, file this under. Sometimes it's good to not know anything about a movie before you watch it. This is one of those book-to-film movies where I had intended to read the book first, but Hollywood beat me to the punch. It's a fantasy fairy tale mystery all wrapped up in one little package, and I loved it. The critics hated it. Eh, what the hell do they know? That's why I picked this one, because you are always saying
3: that.
1: <laughs> I agree with JT.
2: One might say this is a little schmaltzy, but pretty much any <laughs> love story... <laughs> <laughs> to expand more vocabulary
1: this episode. <laughs> Friends, for extra credit in your homework, <laughs> use the word schmaltzy! <laughs> Oh, tell me what it means. <laughs> Someone's using the, day of the word of the day toilet paper. Yeah, sure. Oh, I enjoyed picking
2: my reviews. This All right, time. Mr. Schmaltzy. All right, what did you guys think? Going in. I oh, thought it was going to be Schmaltzy!
1: I was like, what's twaddle mean? Yeah. I did not know anything about this movie, never heard of it, didn't know it existed until you showed it to me. So I was like, cool, I'll watch it. Whatever. <laughs> I don't right. have a choice.
0: Elaine. Um, I had heard of this movie and listened to a couple episode, bad movie podcasts, trashed this movie, and I was like, oh, thank God I'll never have to watch that piece of crap. <laughs> but you hadn't read the book, though. No, I hadn't read the book. And if I had read the book, I'd be even less interested in watching the movie. Um, she doesn't do that. Because I hate watching movies that I've read the book to, unless I didn't like the book. If I like a book, I don't want to watch that movie because it's not as good as how I picture it in my head, and it pissed piss me off. I remember you saying that about the frightening Night. <laughs> the Fright Night book was so good. That's <laughs> <laughs> a <the> Fright Night
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the film added, ad, the book. The film-mounted adaptation of the film's Fright Columbus Night series. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not.
1: And the Death Note book. But you can't, yeah. you can't read that book. People can
0: out
2: Ooh, <laughs> right. Right. Okay, John.
1: <laughs> I thought there'd be snowing this morning.
2: There was. Well, yeah, a winter's tale. That was it. I did a Night's Tale, we had Nights. I did a Winter's Tale, there is Winter. I thought there'd be
1: snow. <laughs> That's what I thought, Wait, Go wait,
0: ahead. pick American's Tale, we'll see if there's American's tale. There, <laughs> there are actually, uh,
2: cats in I have America. never loved that movie as much as other people do.
1: American uh, Tale? You know, like,
2: Fiefel? I think part of it is because Aaron loved it when we were kids, and I hated Aaron when we were kids. This yeah. <laughs> is <laughs> a story I've heard before. <laughs> it's, uh,
1: this is a tangent we don't need in our podcast. <laughs>
2: You're going to alienate one movie. of our 10 listeners.
1: Oh, and I appreciated love her movies now. and psychotherapy. We
2: shared a bedroom. You always hate the sister you share a bedroom Yeah, <laughs> true story. Sorry, Audra.
1: <laughs> I love Audra. I never had to share now, room with Now? I've always loved Audra. I only <laughs> never had to share a room with her. I only see her once in a while. An and she's a lot of fun. She threw a sweet baby
0: Jesus party. I also love Audra, but I didn't then. Yeah, see? That's the thing.
1: She listens to the podcast, no? Maybe? Yeah, She'll apparently she read. does. Hey, Audra. And she's a fan of... She uh, finds
2: us on
0: Facebook. She's
1: <laughs> here. Oh, also she's here. She's Well,
0: who isn't?
1: Who yeah, not her. She really loved the Harley Davidson Overman oh, episode, and you should, too. Oh, I gracious. So, we
0: open
2: with a voiceover. Asking what ifs. What if once there weren't any stars at all? What if the stars weren't what we think? But from our wings as we turn into angels. It says destiny calls to each and each of us and there is a world behind the world where we are all connected. We're in New York City, 2014. We see Colin Farrell, who's Peter Lake, walking into Grand Central Station. Just as she says magic is all around us. You just have to look closely And he looks up there's a twinkle of light on the ceiling and then we're transported back to 1895.
1: all right i have two questions first of all i thought love was all around us mm.
2: it is <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the second thing does anybody else get the idea of him walking in and out uh it was the same like shot for shot basically as interviewed a vampire when louis was in a very similar garb but the same long hair walking in and out I that's seen
0: the first that in a while, so mm. i don't know I didn't think of that, but I'm I'm with you. I haven't I haven't been watching twenty million vampire movies. Ever. I knew, I know Tony watched it recently. <laughs> it's a vampire
1: movie that no, Tony hasn't done, made a thing <laughs> yet. Is that underappreciated? I don't think so. No. no. We'll be doing um
2: what's it called? Queen, Queen of, the of the shit of the Dan. All right, so there's a young couple in 1895 arriving with a baby, um, I guess at Ellis Island, and they are denied entrance because of a pulmonary health problem.
1: On the great Matt Bulmer. I love him. He's mm-hmm. a good actor. So well, I really like, liked his TV that show. That guy
2: is so familiar!
1: <laughs> he was in my Collar. hmm He was in who's Who was one of my favorite TV shows of all time. His
2: and... was apparently in True Blood.
3: Yeah, she
1: was
2: uh,
0: mm-hmm. Eric's, Eric's sister.
2: And they tried to give their baby away. they're like, if we can't stay, let the baby stay. And they're like, uh, no. (laughs) Lady, I'm not taking your baby. And they send them back. They have to go back. Uh, We flash to Colin Farrell, or Peter Lake, finding a box of mementos. And he seems to use them to put together the story of the young couple. Man finds a small plaque on the boat that says City of Justice, just as Peter pulls it from the box. The couple puts their baby on a tiny sailboat. And with the plaque... And he floats to New York City. So I have questions here.
0: So they're on the steamer going back to Ireland. I assume. Sure. I guess that's I'm, the accent. I thought it was like he, the Eastern yeah. yeah. in Ireland. I don't know what accent Matt Bomer was trying to do here, but I was thought. I I assumed Irish, and then Colin Farrell's Irish, even though he was raised in New York City, so shouldn't have that accent. But we're not going to.
2: figure do. whoever raised I'm him. we
0: not going to open that. They don't sound like arms. Conor
1: McGregor. Um, what a folk is that gay. Whatever.
0: But so he's on the ship. And he sees this room that has a model ship in glass. And he gets pissed and he breaks it out. And the name of the ship is City of Justice because that's what the plaque is on the fucking model ship. So who names their fucking boat City of Justice? Mm -hmm. And then they put their baby (laughs) in this boat. And then they moses this baby. Or
1: Superman.
0: Or Superman. Or Alora Dannon. But they're not not on a... Alora Dannon from Willow. Yes, Alora Dannon. She will be queen. She also got moses But that was not a river (laughs) or a starship programmed for a destination. This is fucking New York Harbor. This is not where you want to put a child on a small small craft. (laughs) I was very
2: upset they just murdered their baby. (laughs) Well, I got the impression from them that if they took the baby home, it wasn't going to live anyway. Desperate times.
1: Right, the baby (laughs) had a better chance of survival on a little-ass boat in New York Harbor than it did in... Big-ass boat?
2: Um, (laughs) In... Well, whatever country they West were going back to. with
1: uh, Vlad the Impaler. I don't know where they're
2: from. <laughs> Especially if their dad has. In some of the uh, sites I looked at for my research, they said the dad had consumption. Yeah. Now, so he was well, going to die very soon.
1: The consumption will get you. It's kind of like the rhythm. Gloria <laughs> <Flourish, Flourish laughs> <Flourish laughs> Stefan told me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just you do not Moses a baby,
3: oh,
1: especially man. in a harbor. It worked out good They're, for Laura Dannon. I sure could have eaten him. It worked out good for Moses I and guess. Superman too. Wait I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna call bullshit on that because all of the, the they always work. <laughs> and every you know example we brought up, they all worked out.
0: Laura Dannon, there it was a very queen. shallow stream, and Moses. But it did work. Moses was protected by God, and that's why the crocodiles didn't didn't eat him. kal El was in a spaceship. Space Jesus, so that works. works. Yeah, he's space Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) But, but Colin Farrell is not space Jesus nor Moses nor queen of the known world and he's yet, just weird dude it still worked <laughs> so what we're saying guys if you have a baby
1: <laughs> you, no, you want them to no, grow up no. to be special we're not saying that you put them in a basket and throw them in the lake <laughs> The little words of wisdom from the underappreciated movie. Okay, okay.
0: why is he named Peter Lake if he was found in the fucking harbor? He wasn't on a lake? Why did we let How Tony say that? It matters. <laughs> 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 we didn't name him. We weren't there. Who Tony was just kidding, naming?
1: folks. Don't ever put your baby in a in little boat. Tony yeah. doesn't yeah. have let children your, for, let your baby for a reason. Be, me, 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 me over. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Even this guy, he had a pretty extraordinary life. We we know from the opening credits he lives to at least 100 years old. Four out of four. Just saying. Got a baby. Got a boat.
2: Tony doesn't have any babies.
1: Clearly. Do
2: you have a small boat? Send
1: them all in in boats. (laughs) You may have heard of them. Barack Obama. uh, (laughs) Trump. uh. Oh,
3: God.
1: I once had a baby. His name was Little Stevie Jobs. Tony
0: Tony said he sent them all out in boats. All his babies. I watched *Grumpy Old Men* the other day, and the line he took the skin boat to Tuna Town. So So, you know you do send them all out in boats.
1: If you want to be technical and (laughs) inappropriate.
0: Yes, I want to be both of those things.
1: Also, hi mom. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the podcast. That's your daughter-in-law
2: for you. <laughs> there we go. All right, so as we're watching the bo- the baby get Moses, <laughs> there's another voiceover that says we are all connected. Each baby born carries a miracle. That's not true. A unique purpose that the miracle is promised to one person and one person alone. We are voyagers set on a course toward destiny to find the one person our miracle is meant for. But be I'm warned. Okay. Well.
1: I'm going to need you to pause right there okay. and say, wasn't this the exact same premise for timer? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was <laughs> thinking
0: that too. <laughs> because this sounds awfully familiar. No, well, that was one part your soulmate. This is about the person that's your miracles for, which is not the person. Tomato, tomato. Which is not necessarily the person that you're supposed to be with in love and marry for the rest of your that's life. That's how I took it. But I it. will
2: say, it would be handy. For them to achieve these miracles and their destiny, if they had timers set to tell them when they found the person, <laughs>
1: what I, what I got, make it easy. What I get from it is, if you find the person that you're supposed to do a miracle for, don't. Because then, then you'll you get die. To live okay.
3: <laughs> but
1: I once heard in a movie you said, forever. "But who wants to live forever? No, as- who soon wants to love forever? When love must die. All mm-hmm. love must
0: die. All right. When love must die.
1: We're gonna do Highlander at least." Highlander 4. It could be a birthday movie. No, not the Or first. We could just vote on it. but Like Highlander 4. I'd rather
0: do the TV pilot. That one's so much better.
1: Then Highlander the movie?
0: The pilot movie is real good.
1: That's a pilot movie. The pilot for the TV show wasn't a movie. It
2: was, it was two episode. hours long.
0: It
1: was not.
2: It was
1: two. All right, that's All it. Right. We need to finish this up. We need to watch Highlander the Pilot.
2: <laughs> so we're back in 1916, New York City. Peter Lake is running from what could be the police, but turns out it's a gang and Just when, gangs it, of New York. <laughs> when it looks like it's he might butcher. get away he slips on the ice and falls but then he turns his head and sees that on the other side of the building there's a white horse and he's like what the fuck is there a white horse for but uh, everybody, everybody of, watching
1: is like what the fuck is <laughs> well this is 1916 that's not 2016 that would be weird now
2: <laughs> yeah at least people were using horses yeah, in 1916 uh the boss the boss believing that they have him, says not to kill him with guns. That's too fast. We need to do it slowly with knives. Who's the boss? Tony Danza. Pearly Soames. (laughs) Russell Crowe. And uh, as the men approach him, he walks over to the horse, and it bows down so he can climb on. And the horse runs through the men, jumps over the gate, which is...
1: Considerable. Yeah. (laughs) Was a hell of a jump.
2: And as they get away, the boss says... He's got the goddamned horse. Like this is something
0: he knew about.
1: <laughs> it's not, isn't it like a Pegasus?
0: It's a guardian. It's yes. a guardian angel spirit. It's actually a dog disguised as a horse. Yep. Which makes
2: no sense. <laughs> uh, but it's a thing in this movie, which is a work of fiction. There's
1: so. a lot of this movie. <laughs> out, so I just. I feel like I need to watch it again. <laughs> I don't think
2: it'll help. It it I will tell you, I I uh it's another one that I liked more the second time I watched it.
1: So it's definitely a better the second time thing. Yeah. We'll we'll look forward to that. <laughs>
2: You're not going to watch it again. Um, <laughs> maybe he really liked
0: it. You don't know. You don't know me. I got a feeling. <laughs> don't, don't, feeling ruin, don't ruin my review. You feel it in your fingers? Do you feel it in your toes?
1: I
2: do, kind of. A little bit. A
0: little bit.
1: I feel like you should listen to our Love Actually episode. <laughs> our longest episode. Is
2: this the longest episode? We like
1: two hours. <laughs> so we've had a couple that are over two hours.
2: Yeah. Whew. Then we switch to a lo- young lady, Beverly, playing the piano. And an optometrist arrives to fit her for glasses. It is explained to the doctor that there's a fever in the house. So he has to keep his coat on. And he's like, are the glasses for your wife? And her father's like, nope, my wife died eight years ago. But therefore, his daughter... And she should be done soon, because she's about done with the piece she's playing. Um, The doctor says that his sister, once she comes in the room... He says his sister had the fever. and as Need more cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> as he's figuring out which, which lenses will work for her, she asks him about his sister. She died when she was 20. And she says, you never think you're as old as you're ever going to get. And then That's she, a good line. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And she says she sees things with the fever. She can see light reflecting around the room, winter reflecting around the room. And see how it illuminates people the sicker she becomes the more clearly she can see that everything is connected by lights
1: or she's delusional because she's dying
2: well they do say the fever makes you delusional Probably the I don't then. know this <laughs> whole thing I didn't understand
0: why she was getting glasses what the glasses has to do with consumption why he needed to talk about how his sister was dead why we needed to connect with this <laughs> it doesn't come back and I'm okay with
2: this work of fiction <laughs> it doesn't <make> any sense. <laughs> Well, I will say. But her piano playing was lovely. We never see her wearing glasses, and <laughs> I think that. <laughs> nope, we don't. What's the point of the scene? <laughs> I think the point of the scene is to hear her point of view about how things are connected, and to understand that she has the fever. They couldn't afford glasses; they cut
0: the budget. <laughs> they did. <laughs> that was the fifteen million,
1: million that they cut. Yeah. Those, those well, they were the glasses are expensive. They're like, we're gonna get you glasses, honey. They will just send guy in she'll be
0: dead a, in a guy couple of weeks. in a she's gonna die. And then she lived,
1: Shit, she lived a little longer than that. They're coming, honey.
0: It's too bad they didn't have a podcast code to Warbur Park.
1: <laughs>
0: Not that we do, but lots of them do. That's right. alright.
1: this portion of the podcast is brought to you by Baby Baskets. Get <laughs> <laughs> yours today. Got that kind of baby in your house. Down the river. <laughs> That's so horrible.
0: But he was crying a lot in that station. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, we got a product. Go. Oh,
1: that was so funny. <laughs> oh, completely unrelated news. Tony, congratulations on your Father of the Year award. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time coming.
2: <laughs> we got one of those Send enough t-shirts. babies out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Peter takes the horse to Grand Central Station and passes him off to Cecil. And he wants Cecil to board the horse for the night and get him a saddle, some oats, and a
1: nice blanket. Only the best for this horse.
2: Cashmere.
1: Well, you know, any horse that could jump that high, I'd spend a lot of money <laughs> yeah. going, There's going to be a return on this. Yeah. He's he, going to feed the horse. It. He's
2: not feeding himself. He didn't give a shit. The horse is important.
1: <laughs> and the horse is a horse. Of course. Of course.
0: <laughs> and no one can doctor a horse. Of
1: course. <laughs> is
2: a horse. Unless the, fam- the, horse the horse
1: is the famous miss-
2: Mr. Ed. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for playing, Carly. <laughs> Alright, but Cecil's like, dude, you can't keep staying here, because uh, this thing with Pearlie isn't going to blow over, and he he's going to know you're here. Like, they're looking for you. you got to get out. And after Pete walks away, he says, hey, Pete, you forgot your change, and he flips the coin, and it reflects um, some light, and Cecil turns to the horse and says, I was wondering when you were going to get here. Something special about this horse. <laughs> and that guy. Pearly knows about the horse, Cecil knows about the horse. There is something special about Cecil. (laughs) Beverly doesn't know shit about the horse. No. Neither does Peter. Uh, But Peter goes to the attic and pulls out his box of mementos, and he holds up the City of Justice plaque. That's
1: why you know he's the baby.
2: Yep. Uh, We switch to where Pearlie does his business. His man, Romeo, says the word is out. 500 for Peter and the same for the horse. Mm. It seems like a lot for a horse. And he says, because it isn't a horse... It's a a dog. dog. (laughs) It's a very... And I'm
1: like, what am I drinking?
2: (laughs) That sounds
3: like he said.
2: (sighs) And and Romeo's like, "Uh, I saw it. It was a fucking horse. (laughs) But uh, the man doesn't understand. (laughs) But he does know they won't get out of the city unseen because they got people watching all the bridges. New York isn't that big. We'll get them. Let's overall, you're really
1: isn't that big.
2: he says overall morale in the city is down. People are, miracles are down by half. People are hopeless. So, uh, and he All can't right. get out, so we're good.
1: And this is 1916? Tell him to wait 15 years. <laughs> they don't want <laughs> to see some shit. It's bad now.
2: <laughs> but while we're talking about Peter, how come we gotta kill him? Like, I thought you liked him. Uh, he's a good thief. Best I ever saw. Why we gotta kill him now? And Prilly's like, uh, have you ever spent time about how the world works he's like no he's like how about you don't now <laughs> <laughs> on. Um, and he does a little demonstration for him he's like you think I steal these gems because they're worth stuff but it's not why it's because the way they reflect the light he says Peter's just a human so that's not going to show me anything but that horse will leave a trail and he messes with some gems on his tray in front of the window he does the witchcraft and voila Grand Central Station. That's where the horse is. Let's go. <laughs> this is a cool
0: effect. But yeah. also,
2: what the fuck? <laughs> it's There's magic. Magic? It's like magic. <laughs> well, we already saw the horse make that jump. <laughs> yes, but, if,
0: but I, it's weird that both good and evil have the same light magic. Usually it's different magic. Yeah, you They're think just it just using it different ways. Too.
2: Yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's true. It's something different.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Not not in a bad
0: way, right. right? but a little something different.
2: Also. The first time I watched it, I thought he had, like, a model of the city. Like like in Beetlejuice, like <laughs> a model of the what city. And it illuminated the building that yeah. he was in. Fair. And I was going to make that my favorite object, my tertiary <laughs> object. But then I the realized staff. it's just a table.
1: Steph <laughs> from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was like, "Oh, it's just a table. It it made the whole city yeah. with the light." But anyway, so like, let's go kill him, and we'll try to get the horse. So we see Cecil watching as they search Grand Central Station for him, but he and the horse have left already, scattled. Yep. Then we cut to a little girl named Willa, who's bundling up, and she goes to a tent on the roof to visit Beverly. She sleeps up there so she can stay cold because she has the fever.
0: Which I guess I don't know very much about consumption, but I'm like, is this fucking real? Were they this fucking hot all the time that they had to sleep outside in tents and they could walk barefoot in the snow?
2: Because it I just think seems it's a so strange. Life prolonging thing. But from what I under- from what I read, most people considered uh, consumption to be tuberculosis. This- yeah, which, which is very contagious, and they're not making it contagious in this movie. So I don't think that's what it was.
1: Like, Colin Farrell definitely would have caught the
2: consumption. <laughs> yeah,
0: he would have. So, we'll get to that. And like, they're like,
2: it's not contagious. They said they, like six times. It's like generally they say that consumption is tuberculosis nowadays. But, which uh, is highly contagious in the beginning. Yes. But which is why you have to
0: send the people
2: back if they have TB.
0: Yeah.
1: The tombstone balls oh, sorry. But
2: I'm thinking maybe this was something other than tuberculosis. Because it it, it, <laughs> they, it <laughs> back in the early nineteen hundreds they just called a lot of things consumption. Yes. She had a fever all the time apparently. So she had to try she to get an boy. elevated body temperature, so yeah. <laughs> oh, it's weird. Um, so, Willa wants Beverly, who is her sister, to tell her the story about the stars again. And we see Peter and the horse stealing so they can travel. Peter wants to go to Florida or Maryland. And uh, they go to leave, but the horse insists they make one more stop. And Peter's like, look, it's going to be daylight soon. We can't keep stealing. we got to do this in the night. And there's people leaving, and the horse is like, No, we're not leaving. And he's like, I don't know who's crazier the horse that won't listen to its master or the master that listens to his horse. And he's like, Fine, I'll go in there. And uh, we see Beverly waking up and she's too warm and feeling really bad. So she hurries to find a way to cool herself. And we see as she's walking out of where she was, Peter's climbing up to where she was. Excuse me. There's a grappling hook and everything. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Batman would have been like, nice. Well, he does good second story work. He does. So her family has just left for their estate. And she is all alone. She takes a dip in a big fountain, it looks like. It will be one heck of a tub. Yeah. I don't know. They seem rich. like a rich. They're hoity-toity. Oh, they yeah, they, a- they are. <laughs> <They're not toity.
0: laughs>
1: but she's not a twaddle. No.
2: So she's trying to cool off. And Peter walks around the house and finds a safe. He very slowly is cracking the safe, reciting names of apostles as he does so. Beverly dries off and then starts to play the piano. And they're like in adjacent rooms. And he thinks he hears somebody walking. And then he's like, no, it must be crazy. And he start, goes back to the safe. And then all of a sudden, she starts playing the piano when it's really loud. He's like, holy shit. He grabs his gun and walks over to the entrance of the room and then he's kind of transfixed by her and when he tries to move the floorboard squeaks and she turns suddenly to him and she's like what are you doing here Squaky. <laughs> she's like what he's like the floor the floor. The floor squaky. <laughs> while well, he's standing
1: there with a gun yeah, like, colin feral stop <laughs> Act out his parts for us.
2: <laughs> he was robbing the place, and she's like, "Are you still robbing the place?" And he's like, "Nah." <laughs> and then she's like, "Do you want a cup of tea?" <laughs> what the fuck?
0: <laughs> well, she's home alone. Their timers went Robert. off, and shit hit, yeah, went awry.
1: <laughs> their miracles ringed. They don't have time They have miracles. Their she, miracles were ringing. A- <laughs>
2: Is this connection
1: until right now. I did right away.
2: Oh <laughs> man.
1: So you only have one miracle of person. I was like, man, I may have a little wrist I think this is
0: the most <laughs> absurd case of love at first sight I've seen in a movie in a really long time. Because they're There's just both ones. he's robbing them. He said, I'm robbing you. Technically, he's
1: not robbing. And she's them. like, that would be to Do you want a cup of them.
2: tea? <laughs> what? 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 Well, he said he wasn't going to rob them. She's not nervous.
1: Well, he wasn't going to rob them She's not
2: nervous because she's going to die anyway. So. It's just the most absurd. He's a burglar,
1: or? not a robber. There's a big difference. Didn't you okay. guys see um, the, the Hobbit? He's a. You need a burglar?
0: Like the Hamburglar? Right. <laughs> I think a Hobbit would make a good Hamburglar, actually. Definitely got a grimace.
2: All right. So... <laughs> So she, while they're having tea, she asks him how he got in, and he tells her she should be scared, but she isn't. He likes the tea, and she says she can't drink it because it's too hot, but she loves the way it smells. It reminds her of
0: London. And he says, I've never been, and she's like, I didn't think you had been.
1: <laughs> also, if she had tuberculosis, would she be coughing up blood? Yes. just like,
0: uh, Probably. But she holiday. doesn't have tuberculosis. Right. She has something mm-hmm. else. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's like scarlet fever, maybe? She oh. got fever. Everything's I fucking contagious. Every old-timey weird disease I know of is contagious, so I don't know what weird old-timey disease this is. <laughs> I don't either.
1: We're just going to say it's the fever. She can't regulate her body temperature, and she's always hot. till so she gets more I color. had the exact opposite. Cowbell.
0: <laughs> That's true. Is it, is, it, is it the fever they're singing about when they burn the hotel and the losers? Yes. <laughs>
2: okay alright so he asked her what's wrong with her if
1: you're not you. sure what she's talking about sorry about that girl <laughs> you're not sure what she's talking about you go back and listen to our Losers episode
2: <laughs> or just watch
0: that movie for that scene
1: no no let's do our episode
0: he's, uh, he's like what's wrong with you if you
2: don't mind me asking she's like I have consumption and he's
1: like oh I don't know what that is
2: she <laughs> she's says, like
1: neither do I nobody <laughs> does <laughs> kind like, of think it's a thing
2: <laughs> she says she doesn't know anyone it's she like can't fibromyalgia. she's never been kissed she sleeps in a tent on the roof to regulate her body temperature And he explains that he's been having a dispute with an old boss and has to leave for a few months But he wants to reconnect with her She's like, dude, I'm out of town tomorrow And by the time you come back, I'm gonna be dead (laughs) A doctor said that I would
1: One doctor said I have a year and a
2: half One doctor said six months, but that was eight months ago So I'm already two months dead (laughs) She's like, don't steal anything on your way out like, Fuck you and he gets to the horse and he's like what the fuck dude <laughs> what have you gotten me into and then we see pearly we come back to pearly walking into a restaurant and like this table everybody there has to leave this is where we're sitting he explains to his boys that they're trying to fill the sky with stars and they have to stop them there ain't no room in the heavens for the likes of us boys no room for pearly souls but he's always wanted one <laughs> So then the waiter comes up and asks if he wants anything and he orders a South African spotted eagle owl, butterflied pan-fried with some potatoes and some parsley on top. But the way he says it, I really enjoy. <laughs> I can't do it, but I really enjoy it.
1: You should do voices.
2: He's like, take off the beak and the feet and the waiter's like, oh, we don't have any owl. So then he kills the waiter and mm-hmm. he has a vision and he draws the back of a girl's head with the blood. A red haired girl with her hand up, and it looks like the moon. He says, Find her. And they're like, <laughs> and, and Tony just goes, oh, What?
1: <laughs> like, what is this slop I'm looking at? They're, find her. What is this slop?
2: They're like, find her on a and He's like, her. And they're like, Yeah, I wouldn't last long. i dead. The red-haired girl. You find her, you'll find him. And I took mustard. I go, What about that guy? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, which red-haired girl? The one who's his destiny. And they're still like, Like, is this guy fucking crazy. No, This part's fine. It's what comes next.
1: Oh, this part's okay?
2: Yeah, this is fine. So, yeah, they're all like, okay, boss, we'll find a red-haired girl. Just any red-haired girl. And we cut back to Beverly. He's, uh... Her stuff's getting loaded up into a carriage And the driver's like Is this all? And she's like
0: No <laughs> <laughs> And he notices she has red hair And he pulls a picture Out <laughs> of his pocket And it's a fucking copy Of the bloody picture it's, And goes, It's not the yep, picture
1: That he drew It's another picture Somebody else drew This, this is the fucking not the same <laughs> out
0: his pocket And he looks and he sees it, And he's like Yeah it must be her it looks just like her. What the fuck?
1: I wish he'd have drawn, like, a, a circle with two dots in his smile. <laughs> I think this is her. I'll be on the lookout. Oh, <laughs> have you seen a girl with her. two eyes and a mouth? Yes.
0: But she's the only girl with red hair. No, in all no the
1: best part was not only did he whip it out, he that he He, pulled, he, sh- he
0: held not, it like, up? compared it to <laughs> her. was
1: there. Like, as she turned yes. around, was, like, walking in the house, and he's like... Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, wait a minute. She has a bottom half. This can't be her. <laughs> oh, my
2: God.
1: So, and somehow he gets on his cell phone. <laughs> oh,
2: he se- he does somehow send
0: words. He sends a runner.
1: Really? Because in 19
0: He probably snags an a, a street
1: urchin. He sends a raven. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we see Peter has gone to visit an old friend for advice. This is the guy who found him on the little sailboat when he was... Moses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when he was space Jesus
0: Kalil.
1: <laughs> I
2: I prefer Moses. To. I,
1: I, I prefer, like a, I Kal-El. a Lord. Lord Danon for me.
2: So uh, Peter's like, dude, I met this girl and she's dying, but I feel like I've known her for a thousand years. It's like Pearlie's after me, I have to leave town. What should I do? I've never felt this way before. And his friend tells him that his people have ten songs and they explain that inside of each of us there's a miracle. And that miracle is went for one person.
1: This is Hopestone John.
2: <laughs> yeah. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> you know this actor? He
0: played uh, Kicking Bird and Dances with Wolves. Yep. He was looks also very in familiar to me. He
1: was also in uh, Maverick with Mel Gibson. And also in. And uh, he was really good in that too. How white man is oh, wow. on a potion?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like. He's obviously playing a Native American gentleman here. Well, he is a Native American gentleman. Like, so that makes sense. but no, it doesn't make any sense for him to be in New York. Uh-oh. Like, of all the ethnic groups that they portray in Old Time in New York, it's never Native American.
1: Because there's not a lot of Native American in New York City.
2: And yeah, they're all in the other parts of New York.
1: Yeah, but not in the city. Yeah. Well,
2: maybe went to the city for work.
1: <laughs> maybe he was trying to back, buy back Manhattan
2: <laughs> They maybe,
1: got screwed maybe. on that deal Let oh, me tell oh, you I They got a lot of deals They got on oh, that one <laughs> 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 They heard they were looking for artists <laughs> <laughs> Sketch <laughs> artists <laughs> You draw the back of a woman's <laughs> head <You> know, <laughs> big desire there
0: I just I have done my IMDB Real quick, and I happened, and Humpstone John is right underneath Scott Grimes, who plays the carriage driver. Yeah. And, uh, you know what? Uh, he was also in Robin Hood with, uh, old, uh, uh, uh motherfucker. Oh, Frederick I see him. Guy, I'm just not going to give it to you. Russell Crowe. <laughs> he played Will Scarlet in Russell Crowe's Robin Hood. Hey,
1: remember yeah. the last episode where you kept playing about these? critters. That's what it was.
0: Yes. That's was. where I know
1: him from. Hey, no one cares about your tangent. <laughs>
2: Go ahead, I'll let him here probably,
1: uh. <laughs> well, this is you last time. Last episode, that's all you kept doing to me and Tony. No one cares. Keep going.
2: But Humpstone... <laughs> is that what his name is? Humpstone? Hump- Humpstone, Humpstone John. John. All right. Humpstone John says yeah, that uh, when, <laughs> when people are close to this miracle, the universe reaches down and helps us fulfill their destiny. Through spirit guides. Sometimes through the words of small children. Sometimes through a dog who occasionally appears as a white horse. Apparently this is
1: He's like, this is a thing he's, people know <laughs> he's like, apparently Peter, you're an idiot So I have to explain this to you as easily and slowly as I can Because so, he it takes it. the world falling on him for them to understand any of these signs that people are trying so, to So I s- I'm
0: still, still don't here. understand what he's
1: explaining <laughs> Well, I mean, he's sending him what's called a vision quest
3: <laughs> So he's gonna
1: beat shoot? He needs to take some peyote <laughs> He's gotta beat shoot He's training to beat shoot
0: No, you don't want to take peyote because that'll mess you up
1: Cause then you got to get the poots. Then you go to the spirit world. <laughs> no, you get the poots. Imogen <laughs> poots. Was, uh, poots.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe. How is she doing? She would be great. No, yes. no,
0: but if you do peyote, do you get to see Chavez y Chavez? <laughs> it's, no, no, you He's didn't say it right. Makeup. It's Jose Chavez. Jose Chavez <laughs> Chavez, y Chavez. I got to say it with some enthusiasm. Okay,
1: sorry. <laughs> That's, that's um, Lou Diamond Phillips. You better show a member some respect. If you're not sure what we're talking about, folks, go back to some Young <laughs> episode.
2: Okay, you need to stop
1: doing longer. that. Alright,
2: <laughs> so the horse is his guardian angel. And perhaps. perhaps the bu- But is it his guardian angel or just a guardian a- it's a it's a guardian angel but it's why is this guardian angel a dog horse <laughs> i don't why know why is the horse a dog
1: it <laughs> <laughs> was every okay hold on
2: why yeah, is i'm gonna try to remind you, remind you guys this is a movie and it's complete fiction right. <laughs> oh <laughs> we're going back to episode one <laughs> wait, wait i'm why? sorry is this a movie <laughs>
1: <laughs> why why is he Constantly referred to as a dog, but we never see him as a dog <laughs> hey, What's the
2: point of that? Why can't we make a, a horse? horse? I'm assuming it was something in the book
1: The prequel? I'm thinking yeah. they were going to at some point make the horse a dog, but budget cuts You know
2: Maybe, that maybe in the book you saw him as a dog sometimes Yeah, so yeah CGI and stuff in a book <laughs> It would have been
0: really hard to put a fucking dog in this movie <laughs> <laughs> Just saying it's, very, not like could, it's not like you can just get any old dog off the street. It's not like people are practically killing them in shelters.
1: Right. You can't be the geek off the street. you got to be handy with the steel. Learn your geek. Uh,
2: but anyway. You
1: can also put puppies in books. So,
2: <laughs> perhaps this girl is who the miracle is for, and perhaps she is his destiny. Peter feels pulled to her, but he should be careful. Ooh, Chaos, he's her
1: lobster. Got my friend's
2: reference. Right. Uh, Chaos has agents, too, and they'll work against him. Dark side. So yeah, Beverly comes out of 30. her house to get in the carriage, and she's like, oh, this is not the same scene I went inside from, because now there's people all over the place, and the one driver is gone, and uh, and she's like, driver, and Pearlie Pearly turns around and says, uh, oh, he's gone, he uh, suddenly came into a fortune in his, for him anyway, yeah, for him anyway, yeah, right. <laughs> And, uh, Which injured. was surprising.
1: I'm surprised he didn't just kill him.
2: That was kind of cool. to paid
1: him off. I mean, not cool, but different. I <laughs> <For a change laughs> him to just kill him. For a change of pace. For so your driver, not or go there's go parts him. of him over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was a monster. I mean, he shot a waiter He's for anything. Yeah, for having <laughs> an <laughs> owl.
0: <laughs> He's a demon.
1: Yeah. He's a fucking demon? Mm. Good. He should have had his golf clubs.
2: So, <laughs> Pearlie introduced himself and says that Peter always did try to reach above the station. And he says, Peter had such potential. Man, he could steal. But then he started getting ideas. figuring out ways to steal without spilling blood. But he's like, that's not why I do. it. I don't do it for the goods. I do it for the ripples it causes. He does, I do it to harm, is what he says. Peter's ideas did more good than harm. Can't have that. Truly. I, like, really, I don't need to know all this. <laughs> <laughs> but at least Peter told her he was having a dispute with an old boss. So yeah. she is kind of like, Oh, you're that guy (laughs) But Pearlie's gonna kill Beverly right there. He loves blood in the snow, especially unspoiled virgin blood just as he pulls up his knife. Dun, dun, dun! Peter <laughs> comes around the way on the horse. And a stealth horse. And pulls well, her up.
1: This horse flies, I'm just saying. Oh. I, don't know it, I know, but it, it was like when the, in Friday night when they dragged the dad away, an inch away from you, you notice it. I, I don't care what we're doing, I'm going to notice this horse galloping. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they all just kind of stand there. It's like there.
2: cobblestones, you yeah. hear it! And I'm like, mm. it's a magic
1: horse with stealth. There
2: you go. It probably does have
0: stealth. <laughs> it's a magic
1: horse. It's
2: not a horse at all, it's a dog Exactly a And dogs are quieter when they run On cobblestones than horses
0: <laughs>
1: she's, she's got it That, that math checks out I need aspirin
0: <laughs> What's in That this explanation drink? made more sense Than this entire movie
2: <laughs> So uh, they We start to make
1: sense I don't know what I'm drinking <laughs> Yeah, I yeah you be careful then
2: Curly see chase <laughs> on his black horse But uh, they escape by making an impossible jump off of a small cliff.
1: It's not impossible. They -hmm. they would would absolutely fall. (laughs) Onto
2: a frozen river. The
1: the landing is what's impossible.
0: (laughs) Although it has ghosty fire wings.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a Pegasus.
2: The I wrote the horse's mystical wings up here.
1: <laughs> I mean CGI is much I better wish than that. Was wings. it TriStar pictures back mm-hmm. in the days to have the yeah. the Pegasus? The Pegasus man. and it would be a regular horse with the worst cartoon wings mm-hmm. on it ever. I like those wings.
2: These are wings of light. <laughs>
1: but are they on the wings of love? On the <laughs> wings of love.
2: If only Maybe. Jordan listened to this podcast. <laughs> yeah but pearly and his men cannot chase them there bless
1: you now that we're going completely off the
2: rails it's the rules a little dispute a couple hundred years ago short-sighted they can't leave the city Romeo says well we almost got him and Pearly's like yeah that's not good enough and he gives another henchman a gun
1: (laughs) do you still want his job and he just shoots (laughs) him
2: he turns around and like, says,
1: These guys are fucking horrible. Right, they don't fuck <laughs> around. No, they don't oh. fuck around at all. I wouldn't want that guy's job to be like, Yeah, sure. I would leave town. Yeah. <laughs> I hear Omaha's nice. I'm heading that way.
2: <laughs> but they can
1: find me a dog horse and get the fuck
2: <laughs> out of here. <laughs> I need to see the judge. And he rides away. We see Peter and Beverly are all right. And they happily ride upriver until they get to her family's estate. She's been coming here since she was a little girl. It's called the Lake of the Coherence. Peter meets Beverly's little sister Willa, who asks if he's her boyfriend. And she's like, We should go inside. Father will likely have something to say about the matter. Your father asks him if he takes wine with his meals and what kind of wine he likes. And he tells him he looks like a crook. And he wants to know who Peter is, what does he do? Does he know Beverly's sick? What are his intentions and desires? Ooh, your daddy. <laughs> 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 That's right <laughs> like, yes. Explain yourself. But stop if anybody walks in and be brief. No unnecessary elaborations. And Peter's like, be brief? These are tough questions. But her father owns a newspaper. And he's like, no, I like things concise. Come on. He says, a Peter Lake. You're right, I'm a thief. I'm a damn good one. I love Beverly. I desire her and, and move by love. And her father's like, how do I know you're not moved by vanity or wealth? And he's like, I'm an orphan. Orphans don't have vanity. Um, and the money? I won't take any money from you. Not even a favor. Not even a kind word said on my behalf. It's like, inner condition? And he's like, is it possible to love someone so much that they can't die? No. And he's <sighs> like, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, my wife is such a sweetie. You
0: see that? <laughs> <laughs> it's just. He just met her yesterday.
1: He was hit with a thunderbolt. He loves
0: her so much that he thinks that he can will her to live. (laughs) And he almost got her kidnapped and then murdered. (laughs) And she still thinks he's the bee's knees. He openly admits he's a thief. And the dad is like... "Eh!" You seem alright. You love my daughter. Go How here. did you
1: meet again? Oh, you were robbing my house? He wasn't robbing. <laughs> he was burglaring. Burglaring my house? You're burglaring my house? Seems <laughs> trustworthy. He didn't do it. He opened the palace. Long like, As well,
2: never happened before. John is arguing <laughs> for my movie against you
0: guys. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't... You
1: sit back and check. I got this, Carly. I got you. Take five.
3: Does
0: it? Oh my goodness Everybody in this movie just accepts everything Nobody goes, what? Look, my
1: man is on the wings of love right now He doesn't care about anything else Nothing else matters
0: The only realistic part of this is that dad is like Beverly sleeps on the roof and you don't And he's like, alright Word, yo But I'm going to let you stay in my fancy pants house, you burglar Yep. I got the impression... you know why?
1: Because no matter how bad somebody is, like, you gonna treat my daughter right, yes, I'll give it a shot.
0: I mean, she's dying, and if she wants this thief, then she should be get to have her thief, but
2: still, but still. I got the impression that he felt for his wife, because he said his wife died eight years yes, ago, but it, it never goes away, the pain. I got the impression that he kind of mirrored, like, as... Peter was he used answering the him. questions, but I also get he was like, that's saying. how I felt about my wife. My dying daughter Just wants
1: a little boy toy, such let her have a fucking pretentious
0: twaddle. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just, All right, so he's going
2: to give him a chance, but he doesn't go to the tent. All right, so Peter tells Beverly his story. He bounced around from orphanages, lives on the, lived on the street, danced and sang for coins, pickpocketed, lived with two girls for a while. And then Pearlie found him and said he had talent. They're walking in the snow and she's barefoot to try to help her cool off because she was too warm. It isn't helping. Her heart is racing and she needs to calm down. And he explains that happens when he cracks safes and that the trick is less, meaningless words to help focus on breathing and calm down. So she names stars and it works. And she cools off. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Standing in the snow. Yeah, it would have yeah. helped. Air conditioning or ice packs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so he can't sleep, and he finds himself drawing with Willa's crayons. And she finds him, and he says, "I like to draw by the moon because it isn't very good, and the light hides it." And Will asks, or Willa, asks if he's drawing Beverly. And he says, "I guess so, because she's really redhead. I know." And it's the picture is The wanted poster. Basically, yes, <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> what Curly drew in his Only vision. with crayons and not with waiter's blood. <laughs> <laughs> Which
1: makes it less creepy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs>
2: but not but not any is, better of a drawing.
1: Nice. No, this is much better. <laughs> I mean, he'll get better at this.
2: Willow wants to know if he loves her, and he says, with all my heart, does he swear? He does swear. She takes him to a special place she had made for Beverly. In a greenhouse full of plants, she had the neighbor boys make up a princess bed where if Beverly dies, her true love can kiss her and she won't be dead anymore. Just like in fairy tales.
1: That's one specific fairy tale, but sure.
2: <laughs> She's like, You believe in that, right? And no. he's like, sure. He's a, yeah, kid. I'd say that's at
0: least two. Really? Okay, like, so Snow White is obvious the fairy bed. But in Sleeping Beauty, he kisses her and she wakes up. That's true. Although. And in some versions of Sleeping Beauty, she's dead. Yeah, I've heard
1: that. Did you ever see Maleficent? That was a pretty good flick. (laughs) No, it wasn't. (laughs) I would just like it's a different point of view.
2: (laughs) So this makes Willa feel better, and she says, You can put me to bed now.
1: Which I thought was weird. (laughs)
2: Okay, strange man, please put me to bed.
1: (laughs) I'd be like, It was her father. Who's carrying the daughter to bed? (laughs) Oh, it's the burglar. (laughs) That's all right, I was (laughs) worried. No, if Tony was the father, be put her on a boat. No, she'd (laughs) have been gone. (laughs) Put her
0: on a boat.
1: Shit. Seven kids ago.
0: (laughs) Do you have one every year?
2: Yeah.
1: I'm raising an army of amazing children
2: sacrifices that they will th- never know who he is. <laughs> this is my favorite tertiary tangent on this episode. <laughs> Alright, so meanwhile, Pearlie meets with the judge. He wants to request a dispensation regarding the boundaries of jurisdiction. What are you doing over there? <laughs> <have I> <laughs> Nothing. Focus. He likes permission to travel north of the city. The judge is Will Smith. and He looks at him like, What? <laughs> He says, that's quite a request considering what happened last time. And Pearly's like, oh, it was just a misunderstanding. I'm like, all right, let's get this over with. And they hold the court. We learn that Pearly is a demon warden of Manhattan and the five boroughs. And uh, he believes a human is on the verge of using his miracle, which would be a formidable advancement for the other side. His evidence is the presence of his guardian angel Cecil and the white dog of the East. (laughs) Which is a horse. (laughs) Which is a horse. (laughs) Also, he had a vision of a red haired girl. The judge is like, that could be anybody (laughs) And he's like, but he's already been seen with a red haired girl. She's dying and he loves her with all his heart. Pearly believes that his miracle is to save her. And the judge is like, "Uh, well, a man's destiny isn't often what it seems And Pearlie's like, I know but I got a feeling about this one.
1: I got a
2: hunch down. <laughs> judge is like, uh, you trained this human, he's the son you never had, and uh, you requested to deny it. It's too personal. Curly is pissed, and he's like, we need to stop this one now, and that pisses off the judge. Satan. Who's yeah. Lucifer Lucy. and goes off. Oh yeah. He you says. he's like you want to talk to me about now you don't even know what now is (laughs) so after he goes on a whole tangent about there's no way pearly can even understand time and what now is he says uh you're gonna have to find another way now and when he says now he, uh, his face changes to reveal. He gets
0: the
1: demon face. Oh yeah,
2: mouth full of pointy pointy
0: teeth.
1: You ever heard a rusting bitch face? This is much worse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even with its reduced budget, this face was better than the one from tonight. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was good the way they yeah. did his face. Just
1: saying. I, I wish I could say something against it. It's, it's true. <laughs> and he
2: turns off. It's the only bad part
0: of that home movie.
1: Yes. Like, why was it Will Smith? Good man.
0: Why not Will Smith?
1: Oh, nothing against Will Smith. I just think they need to spend the money that to spent for Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Well, they could have got Bob to do it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a little trivia. Uh, the main part of this movie is set in 1916, but the book the judge is reading when he gets there is Stephen Hawking's A Brief History of Time, mm-hmm. which was published in 1988. And he's also wearing a Jimi Hendrix t-shirt. But his whole rant about now... Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's Lucifer He can go whenever he wants to Wow,
1: that's that's a nice little twist (laughs) I like that They should have did that (laughs) That would have been cool
2: So we go back to Peter and Beverly He wants to take her dancing for New Year's Eve She's like, I can't He's like, is it me? I'm not a gentleman
0: is it the flows. chat? <laughs> <laughs> she says it's not the chat. It's not the chair. <laughs> <Right>? Starfish.
2: <laughs> <And> she's <laughs> like her <laughs> episode on <laughs> She's like I can't dance, it'll kill me. My father says I can't go, I can't dance, it'll kill me, and he says fathers are overprotective. And then they go inside, and they're told they must go next door. The furnace is making some crazy noises, and everyone has it's to leave the go. house. <laughs> Peter's like, you go, I'll go downstairs and see if I can help. And, uh, her father's like, no, you have to leave, this is about to explode. And he's like, well, you're, you're here, and he's like, I'm gonna go down with the ship, so to speak. And he's like, it's a house, not a ship. And, no, we're gonna try to fix it. And they managed to, but, uh... It's looking pretty tense there for a few minutes. Like the whole house might explode. Well, they have to build tension. That furnace, the
0: clopex would have looked at that furnace. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I could it burn up some bodies in there. Huge. Is going to be
1: part of our shtick now? Really. <laughs> all we do is talk about. It. We're at a point now. We're only looking back. <laughs> you started it.
2: That's
1: because I just want everybody to listen to Holy Davis and the Marble Man.
2: So yeah. when they when they do manage it, smoke comes out of all the chimneys. And then Mr. Penn hugs Peter and is really grateful. Before the bed that night, Willa holds her arms out to Peter, so he'll pick her up for a hug. And she says, Am I light or heavy? And he says, Light as a feather. Light is a feather love. And they say, Good night. And then he sees Beverly at the top of the stairs. And she says, Father told me you saved all our lives. He's like, That's not true. You weren't even here. <laughs> Just his life and the mechanic. And she's like, And yours. And she says, Thursday is New Year's Eve. I'd like to go dancing. And then Pearlie meets with an angel. The IMDb says Gabriel, but oh. he doesn't have a name in the movie. <laughs> we
1: we'll call him JD. <laughs>
2: um, the angel's like, you know, it's dangerous for you to meet with me. He's like, yeah, but you owe me one, and that's have to be paid. So and that's and how like, debts work. You know, I can't directly intervene. Pearlie's like, relax. And he gives him a little vial with a light that flashes inside. And he says, "Just makes the heart beat a little faster. Someone have to be real excited to experience any deleterious effects. This will settle their score." Before the angel leaves, Pearly's like, "Was it worth it? Becoming human? You must miss the wings, right?" And the angel just like, and leaves. <laughs> So, Peter is dressed in a suit, and he and Beverly arrive at the dance hall That's to get your dance lesson. scene. <laughs> it's
1: just a little late. <laughs> <laughs> you're, only, you're only a week late, but thanks for the dance scene. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they find seats and get served champagne, and then they leave to dance. The waiter is the angel, and he spikes Beverly's drink with light. The couple really enjoys dancing. Was she blinded
1: by the light? Maybe. <laughs> like a douche. No <laughs>
2: It's not the it worst. I know, that's what I to say. But, we'll go with it. <laughs> but we do take see her take a sip from her drink before they leave. And then, we, we cut back to them arriving at home. Peter finds a scrap of fabric, I guess from her dress and decides to keep it and then he looks up and he can see her changing in her tent
1: no he sees her butt booty naked
2: and, well yeah <laughs> there's like he's like
1: Cheers. oh look there's a full moon yeah. <laughs> oh, and the moon over there is out as well
2: <laughs> and she wraps herself in a sheet and she looks outside and then she realizes that he's down there watching her and she makes a show of removing the sheet inviting him up to the tent
1: to enter the premises yes then what elaine
2: when he enters the premises yeah Yeah, he does (laughs) she says if you don't make love to me now no one ever will
1: that's a good line
2: he says that's just what i'll do (laughs) He's like okay and when they're done she looks at him and says places and he's like what she says places we've been and he's like i don't understand And then she's dead. (laughs) That would fuck me up. (laughs) I do have to point out that in the
0: sex scene, there's so much heavy breathing. (laughs) Look, she was drunk. She knows she was coming or going. Well, she was definitely coming. That's why she died. (laughs) No, she was going. I'm just saying that... We broke Tony again. (laughs) I'm just saying usually I've never I cannot remember ever watching a movie where there was so much heavy breathing in the sex scene it was, minute, it was very distracting it. I was say Star Wars made it, but uh
1: <laughs> my thing is, is I don't want to be the guy that has to go downstairs and go sir I fucked your daughter to death <laughs> I knew I you thought I was a good guy when I saved that. everybody
2: I get the
0: impression he does
2: though. What were her last <laughs> well, he words? At the I Do you remember
0: last week when you said first, de- first death and then sex We'll hear it was sex and then death
1: Well there you go mm-hmm. The exception mm-hmm. approves the rule
0: mm.
1: but,
2: Yeah uh, he killed her he takes her to. He literally. Well, you know. He didn't kill her. Put her to death. He the killed, her.
0: killed <laughs> her. He killed her. He had, if he hadn't had sex with her, she would have been fine. They had. They knocked in know. the boots, and then she died.
1: Knocked in the boots, and all of a she sudden was, she, she, she was. We don't composed. know
0: how long. I'm
2: assuming <laughs> that that light wouldn't have lasted forever. No, but I think that the point was she would die within a certain amount of time of taking. Well, no. we said if you're, it only
0: accelerates your heartbeat and you'd have to do something really athletic yeah, she was dancing
2: like i thought she might die from dancing <laughs> no
1: but he smacked it up flipped it rubbed
2: it down oh my gracious anyway so then he puts on some pants and runs her to the princess well, bed. Well, you don't want to walk out there
1: with your just in the breeze like, excuse me, sir, I killed your daughter. Yeah, the same Beauty and the Beast. Put some
2: pants on. And, uh, he takes her to the princess bed and he kisses her and begs her to be alive. And it does work. Oh, shit.
1: And then... And Tony goes, What? <laughs>
0: What? And I will split the table like, what are we doing? <laughs> now, I knew that she died because I've listened to other things uh, before. See, I, didn't, I, I knew like, she what? died. What? I didn't know he fucked her death. <laughs> <even. laughs>
1: that. He, yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he screwed her brains out. Yeah. Literally.
3: All right.
2: Anyway. <laughs> so he's at the funeral, but he's standing away from the family. I didn't think that was because he wasn't allowed at the funeral. I thought he didn't want to be there with everybody. Else. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, yeah I you don't get at the funeral and
1: you're like, yeah, I'm sorry, I fucked her up.
2: Is that the guy? Yeah,
1: that's, yeah, the, guy.
2: that's <laughs> the guy. So, uh, Willa takes. <laughs> yeah,
1: we might get a couple numbers. I do
2: <laughs> Willa takes a sprig of the flowers off yeah. of the casket and brings it to him. He wraps it up. And he says, I'm sorry. And, uh,
1: Thing, I bet you are. <laughs> Don't put that thing near anybody else.
2: I didn't. <laughs> he was apologizing because the bed didn't work. <laughs> she oh, made the princess not... bed. She thought that if he kissed her at the princess bed, and he promised, he promised <laughs> that he kissed her on the princess bre- bed. And so she Willa, Willa
1: was not <laughs> told everything
2: <by> that. Yeah. <laughs> But she now she knows that this fairy tale no. isn't real. She,
1: fell, she died in her sleep.
3: <laughs>
2: Well, if he hadn't, well, to die anyway. No. <laughs> you know
3: what?
0: You know what? If he hadn't brought her to the princess bed, then he probably could have just left, and they would have just thought she was sleeping naked because she was hot. Um, yeah. mm,
1: and I, she no, no, no. I
0: don't know on that. I have something to say about that,
1: but I don't. Think so. <laughs> I don't want to
2: be All right I think, Carly I
1: think John has the
2: same So Preli's man have Spotted Peter He and the horse Are just yeah, walking
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> And he's like Don't lose him He's like That's the thing We can't lose him They're just walking he's like All right Well let's go take a walk With little Peter
1: And big fucking sticks
0: <laughs> Watch out for Peter's little Peter Because it's deadly
1: <laughs> Watch out for little Pete He's killed everyone He slept with Otherwise <laughs> Well not Peter the Pedro <laughs>
2: So Peter wraps the, the sprig Willie gave him in the fabric from Beverly's gown, and it looks like he ties it to the horse's reins. And he says, I know they're coming for us, but a fight will do us good. But Pearlie comes up behind him on his horse and says, uh, you failed. And he's like, maybe she could have been the president, the pope, <coughs> great-grandmother of the first person on Mars. And it's like, maybe she wasn't somebody special, but just somebody capable of loving so deeply that it would tip the scales, doesn't matter. You failed, she's dead, cold and in the ground. And he urges his horse forward, explaining that Peter can't quit him. He's like, You don't quit me, boy. I've been blackening souls and crushing miracles for as long as I can remember. Don't quit me,
1: boy. Wait, I've heard that before. That's right, broke back
2: mouth. <laughs> I was just thinking, Where have I heard that? You?
1: <laughs> I can't quit Wait. you, man.
2: <laughs> I was just thinking that
1: same thing. I am like, like, Oh, oh he loves him. Me. Okay,
2: oh. Peter source is walking backwards as more and more men join Pearlie walking behind. Oh, It was
1: excessive. I don't know how many would take to kick his ass. Yeah, whatever they use, taking no chances. Yeah.
2: So Pearlie asked if Peter ever wondered why the universe would go to such trouble to help him fulfill his destiny and then throw Pearlie in his path. Maybe it's because God is as bloodthirsty as the rest of them. Maybe he doesn't like eternal benevolence and light. Maybe he just likes a good fight. Peter's like I don't
1: know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like everybody watching this movie. <laughs> We're like, what? Look, so
2: Harley's a demon,
0: and does do his henchmen know he's a demon? Like I think, I think they know they he's some a demon. I think I think at least, some I think of them. The but did level Peter guy. know he was a demon? Probably. Like no. it's so confusing.
2: I don't think he did, actually. But yeah. Peter was not surprised that his horse could fly.
0: Doesn't Peter
1: say something about? His father stabbing him in the throat he with He says, uh,
2: Your father should have done better with that soda bottle. When oh, I thought he said silver or something. No, he said oh, okay. soda bottle. No, no, no. I, had <laughs> huh? I had the subtitles, you didn't. I had the subtitles, you didn't. He says soda bottle. <laughs> okay.
1: So I'm guessing Satan stabbed him in the neck at some point? Well, <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: he's a demon. We don't know.
3: We don't know who his daddy is. Might be a dog horse. Or it's, a horse it's dog. <laughs> his sheep.